You're listening to Around Comics, episode 233, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and Netflix. From Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week a revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic donuts. books and comics culture. And donuts. And donuts. And Around Comics is normally recorded at Dark Tower Those Comics and Larson. Collectibles. <laughs> oh, the other boxes. But this week we are coming to you from Challengers Comics and Conversation, located at 1845 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the Sweet area. B. We're in Sweet B. We are in Sweet B. Of, of Challengers Comics. They've got us in the, the side room. I feel like the, a rave's going to break out if we stay too long. <laughs> Did you bring your uh, glow sticks? Glow sticks and... <laughs> the reason that we are uh, that we are at Challengers because it's free comic book day. And let me get you introduced to uh, to our panel. Uh, Mr. Tom Caters. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm drinking some delicious coffee. It is. I know. This is a morning show, so we've had to switch the beer and whiskey in for, for Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Yeah. So the good news this. is we're way more alert. Yeah, I'm not tired. We'll be I'm slurring. not tired already. <laughs> Next is Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello, uh, and welcome to Free Comic Book Day. Good morning. I'm used to seeing you in the morning, though. Yeah, well, we work together. Yeah. Don't say that, because people can take that the wrong way. <laughs> we don't live together, we, we don't wake sleep up together. together. Yeah. He doesn't roll over and see me. Morning, honey. Yeah. Uh, and, our, and our special guest this week, and the reason that we're at Challengers, well, I mean, we like Challengers, it's a great sure. store, but but uh, this week... But we don't come unless they bring a guest. Yeah, superstar Sign, guest yeah. at that. Otherwise, there you go. Which they have done uh, this week for Free Comic Book Day. Uh, one of the, the founding fathers of Image Comics and the creative force behind Savage Dragon, Mr. Eric Larson. Yay. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Would you like another oh, oh, hello. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mr. Larson, first of all, thank you for coming to uh, to Chicago and Free Comic Book Day all the way out from California. Yes. So Good. weather's fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. Weather, I actually left rain, so. You brought California weather this with is, you. This is not bad. I will put <laughs> up with this. Yeah, you deal with it. Yeah, you should have, you just missed the uh, sneaky 80 degree weather, like, last week. Yeah, last week. Last week, Friday, Saturday. Convinced yes. everyone, like, let's start wearing shorts, and then and it then dropped then. to 45 degrees. And rained. Yeah, and we rain. had a week like that. That was just like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Come on. You're tri- tricking let's us. Let's get it together. You're tricking us. Well, um, as I said just a minute ago, you are the creator. Creative force behind uh, Savage Dragon, and uh, it's a good time to mention our sponsor, InStockTrades.com. And uh, and right now, if you want to uh, to relive the early adventures of Savage Dragon, you can certainly do so. InStockTrades.com has the uh, Savage Dragon Archives Volume One discounted, a uh, fantastic forty seven percent off the cover Whoa. price. I know forty seven percent. You still get the same amount of money. Okay, don't worry. Oh boy, your kids will be able to eat. You'll be all right. Okay. Is, I saw the look uh, on his face. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. to start again for crying out loud. I'm not even going to get a quarter for that. <laughs> that is 616 pages of Savage Dragon goodness for only 
Uh, we forgot to tell you, you do ten dollars and fifty nine cents. You are wow. going to have to start paying people in the future <laughs> to read your book. Wow. <laughs> and just, this is different in what way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, that's uh, you know, obviously that is that is the the series that you are, are most closely associated with. It's Good, it's about time, man. Finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> after, finally. Yeah, after you can fifteen shake twenty years. Other stuff. Well, we like, just had to DNA make sure agents. You could get, you know, couldn't no. shake that. And, we just had to make sure you were really going to stick with it. We needed a commitment from you. <laughs> and, and it made sense to bring you to Chicago for Free Comic Book Day because Savage Dragon is one of the only Chicago-based superheroes that, that we know of. I mean, there's a few sprinkled out there, but Savage Dragon or Dragon is, is probably the most well-known Chicago-based superhero. Why do you, you pick Chicago? You know, it just seemed like a good idea at the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you regret regret. I mean, I, no, it, it's it's that's one the kind of, those, of deep answers that we're looking for. <laughs> it's, it's the thing is, I, I kind of think of of Dragon as existing in um, the the universe where where uh, Dick Tracy's villains of all inbred, mm-hmm. yeah. and so <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that, yeah, I can see that. You know, and he was he was based in Chicago, and there's the the sort of the the mobster history of, and it's like you know, with Dragon being a cop and all that, it just seemed like a natural fit. Was it was it a, sort of the idea of like well you know everybody else is either in a make believe city or New York yeah there's uh, also that yeah. it was like okay everybody else has got New York covered yeah and also I wanted Dragon to be set in sort of a world where every other comic book character from every other company coexists okay. so that when he when he bumps into somebody it's not like hey you're a you're not, you know, so so it's it's not complicated, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. so he lives in a crossover universe, sort of. So when he meets Superman, they don't have to go through all these gyrations in order to get together. It's just, hey, look, there comes that guy. Right. Superman hell? just doesn't go to Chicago often. Yeah, yeah he just doesn't <laughs> come by all that much. Yeah. You know, so I also I figure you know, that we don't we don't see every waking moment of the character yeah. anyway. We're we're getting his glimpse into a month. You yeah. know, every 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 issue. And so it's like, oh, maybe you met Superman yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went back and uh, um, I, had, I, I had bought Savage Dragon when it first started coming out. And then sometime in one of my college moves, I lost all of my issues. And I was like, oh, I haven't read any of those old ones in a long time. So I actually, I picked up the archive and I got the, the free comic book uh, uh, day um, issue number 148 that came out. And I was like, whoa. It looks really good in black and white. Like it really it blew me away. Not to disparage your colors. Not yeah, not to disparage the color. But I was like, whoa, that looks really awesome. And I do have to say, I'm going to start with flattery. Your art has always been awesome, but I have to credit you with the fact that your writing has become really, really good. Not that the writing in the archive is is bad, but reading the current stuff compared, I was like, whoa, that is uh-huh. yeah. It's like. Uh, you can definitely see a lot of a lot of growth as far as like writing wise, and I was like, "Oh, that's really impressive." It kind of snuck up. Uh, sometimes when you read something for a really long time, uh, especially in a case where it's one person working on something for a really long time, uh, you don't notice how much someone can change and get sure. better. Even the, the best artists or best writers is going to get better doing stuff over and over again. So I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool to look mm. at that. Yeah, so I wanted to start with flattery. Aw. <laughs> Small <laughs> blushes and giggles. <laughs> in, in, insult, insults coming about the 20-minute Yeah, then I'm, great. I'm softening you up. You know, that's... Actually, the, the, um, the cool thing just about the archives book yeah. was that uh, 
I still have all the original art. I never sold any of the original oh, art. Oh, wow, so, really? So we scanned in from the original art when we did the, the archives. Oh, and then, it and looks awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks, it looks as awesome as it can, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Deal so, with it. it, it uh, the one thing that does bother me, and this is only because I'm a, uh, a complete nerd, is that um, the white cover gets all smudged with black. From holding the books, the and, and there's a, the, the nerdy part of me. It's like I don't care about that, and then there's the other part of me that's like, oh, it's a little. There's some black ink on the front of it, <laughs> but for that price, I'll I'll suffer. I'll suffer there. You know? Oh yeah, there you go. Buy two. I know this place that's selling them for like forty-seven percent off. Great deal. Two of them in a shot. Yeah, two of them in go. a shot. Well, yeah. I had actually, in the last week, uh, you know, much like you, Tom, I, I had read Savage Dragon when it first came out, and I probably read the first, I don't know, 50, 60 issues of it, and uh, at some point in the... You late- better have been attacked by a dog, because if there's any excuse, it's going to wail into you. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm right for, here. For whatever reason, I, I had stopped reading it, but uh, I went back uh, just this week, and I had picked up at a convention um, the Gang War trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, or collection and, uh, started reading it again. And I, and I, honestly, I haven't, I haven't read it in a while. And, and the thing that I think I was amazed, uh, the most about was just how much I had sort of fooled myself into thinking that stuff that came out in the nineties, because we always talk about, you know, especially comic book fans talk about the nineties, like it's, uh, this nightmare time. Uh, and I think a lot of that is sort of us convincing not for ourselves. me, man. Yeah, not for <laughs> you. I'm sure it was, it was a completely Those different. Those are good names. Yeah. But, but we've sort of convinced ourselves that it was, um, uh, that anything associated with the nineties, now we have to sort of disparage and we can't ever talk, uh, talk it up. And, uh, and it was, it was fun for me to go back and, and read that trade. Cause that was, I think those are like issues. 15, 16, or uh, something like 18, uh, 18 or 21. Some, they're early so they're, they're in the early. 20s. Yeah. And, uh, and just how much fun they were. I mean, just how much joy I had reading them again of just like pure entertaining fun and, and sort of being able to step back from the hypercritical idea of uh, comics have to be any one certain thing uh, and just enjoying them for what they were. And I, I, I was sort of... Um, it, it was sort of a cathartic moment of like, wow, you know what? Comic, uh, comics just aren't that fun anymore. Uh, like they once were. They just, they, I mean, to me, a lot of comics coming out today are. Hey, are, Savage Dragon's still coming out, man. No, no, I know. I'm, still, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't mean, I don't mean, but, uh, but I'm saying. There's going to be yeah. plenty more, too. I'm not done. <laughs> I, I haven't said my piece. But, uh, but you do, you, you write incredibly fun and entertaining comics. It, it seems like there is. There's a lack of that, I think, today, of just purely entertainment. Uh, everything seems to have to be something else or try to be uh, serious or try to be um, geared towards, uh, you know, an older audience as opposed to just entertaining um, and purely, you know, purely good fun comics. Oh. But well, I kind of, I mean, the idea of going into it was that I wanted Dragon to be sort of the, the stepping stone between, like, Old, Mar- old school Marvel comics mm-hmm. and Vertigo, so it's like a little, right. a little more. Actually, gritty. I mean, I, I would say a little, a little. I guess we'll see, we use the word gritty, but right. <laughs> it's not actually more mature because yeah. it's like it's kind of more immature in a way. <laughs> well, I mean, it, to me, it seems like um, 
But it's it's kind of my my love letter to comic books. It's sort right. of everything that I love about comics, and I've gone I've gone off on riffs on various things during the course of it. Going, this is my Calvin and Hobbes phase. Right. This is my Fantastic Four phase. This is my you know Frank Miller Daredevil phase, and and stuff. Been like able that. to throw anything you want into it. Yeah, it, well, yeah. that's the coolest thing about writing and drawing your own book is that you can take it any damn direction you want to, mm-hmm. and you know is the constant in the book is it's got a green guy with a fin on his head and it's like that that's all that's all we need you know and it doesn't matter if he's a cop it doesn't matter if anything else about it it's it's long as we're following the story of this guy or this guy's legacy once that when we get to that milestone did you ever have was there ever a point where you were going to stop doing it or is it no. just you, just going to keep going yeah. like you ever ever tempted to be like oh, I think I might be done with you know I mean if getting... sales got so bad that I was sitting there going okay yeah. I'm not going to be able to feed my family anymore yeah. then it's like alright I better throw in the towel but but there's always going to be stories in your head yeah, yeah. there's always I mean it, what I would like to do ideally would be to do okay I've done 500 issues <laughs> you know just to be able to have it be that kind of number where if anybody else is thinking they're going to try it they'll go alright so you want to intimidate you want to intimidate I want the intimidation factor you know I'm working on 150 now I'm halfway up to catching up with Sim you know it's yeah. like alright I'm going to get there Eric Boy. Larson wants to intimidate other creators yeah, that's it that's it don't even Sim. think about don't, it don't even think about it well you're uh, Savage Dragon is unique in in the the image comics it is the the only original series that is still drawn and written by the original creator i mean spawn is is, is spawns the other uh the, the other series from the the original yeah. books that's still still ongoing but mm-hmm. but it's had Not, many, yeah. Many, yeah many many different Angel creator and, changes and yeah so cool. that's that's an accomplishment I mean, that's all right, you know. Yeah, it keeps me off <laughs> the street. Yeah. <laughs> well, recently uh, you had announced that you were stepping down as the publisher of Image Comics. Best move I ever made. And and you had said that that was because you wanted to concentrate on Savage Dragon because you had more stories you wanted to tell, and and it was hard for you to balance the two. And and, and uh, could you go into that a little bit as far as you know how that decision came about? And, it actually came about by somebody talking some sense into me <laughs> and just kind of going, you know, I think the ship is now steering in the right direction. What the hell? When it, why, are you right. still, why are you still doing this? Your book doesn't come out as often as it ought to. Because at, at that point, there was a year that I think I put out three issues, mm-hmm. which, is, which sucks because, I mean, I got in this business to do comic books. Not to... Not to do really anything else. <laughs> Not to shuffle papers and answer, answer emails and make decisions and and really, I the the publishing thing weighed on me a lot. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt like this is a responsibility and I got to be paying attention to all this different stuff. And as soon as as I made the decision, it was like the, both faucets got turned on, and it was and it was immediately like I've now got so much stuff I want to do in this book. <laughs> I don't know if I can get to it all, which is kind of an awesome feeling at this stage, you know, 17 years into it, going, I, I, can't, I can't wait to put all this stuff together. <laughs> to get back into it. It's, exactly. it's really crazy. Do you find yourself having to uh, be a little restrained with that to say, okay, I have, yeah, there's so much oh, I, I want to put I know, you've got to focus. You really do. You do have to focus because if you, if you lose that, then the issues can be so scattered and so like, 
what? I don't even know how all these pieces fit together. When you're trying to fit so much stuff in oh, yeah. a short period of time. You know, and I've seen other <laughs> other guys who I mean Jack Kirby when he came over to DC Comics from from Marvel and he went and did uh, the New Gods and, and all, he clearly had a ton of ideas <laughs> yes. of what, what he wanted to do with stuff and it sort of it all came out in one big wad <laughs> and it, it I think for the uh, for the average audience it simply wasn't organized enough that they could follow it you know? but, but we look at you know kind of the the, the brilliance of a lot of those ideas decades yeah. and decades later oh, that yeah. there was you know the core ideas were so yeah, strong no, no, there's, but, there's yeah. really, but you end up with you know characters are introduced and then they vanish and all these different subplots don't pay off in any way and then there'll yeah. be issues that just concentrate on little pieces of stuff and if you're just sitting there going I'm buying this book for this guy but this guy's not even in the book what's going yeah. on it's a communication skill thing of like you know if you have a great idea you need oh, to be able to tell the story yeah. you know and I love those books you but need stand but it. you really <laughs> you need uh, stand you need stand <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a shot at some <laughs> yeah, that's an ongoing joke well, well, it's I mean, Stan certainly had. He brought something to the table. There's no, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Well, do, do you uh, do, do you have to have kind of like an internal stand to go with your internal jack? <laughs> you know, when it, when it, no, just, sure, whenever you're doing a creator own book and you are the guy, I mean, do you have to have kind of two two parts of your head that are working together to there, there's, balance There's that? some of that. Yeah. There's some. I mean, there's always the war with the the artist and the writer. They go on there because you know the writer's like, let's do all the. And the artist's like, I'm not drawing that. It's, it's like, what do you want horses in there? Are you kidding? <laughs> They're hard. It's not going to happen. When you first, when you first uh, uh, broke into comics, were you interested in writing? Did you have an idea in your head that I know Dragon had been a character that had been sort of floating around in it's your head the thing, for a long time? See that when I was a little kid, like fourth grade, I started drawing comics. Yeah. Like seriously drawn comics. I would take eight and a half by eleven paper and I would fold it in half and staple it up the side and I would draw a cover and then I would draw the story in the inside. And I drew I drew fifty five issues really? of fifty five issues of Dragon that were never published. Are you laughing at yourself now thinking I got a hundred I'm going for five hundred? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Take that young Eric Larson. Oh my god. Pat, Pat Brower and his fin his fin head. Very nice. Hey everybody. Going back to uh, to I guess get the, out of here. <laughs> what the hell's going on? To uh, um, <laughs> what we were talking about with you, you know, making the decision to step down as publisher, uh, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like when when you guys broke away from Marvel uh, and DC initially and created Image, I mean, the idea was. You know, uh, why are we letting other people control the things that we create? Let's do this for ourselves. Let's make ourselves rich and famous. And I mean, not that that was the necessarily the oh, idea, but yeah. but the idea of, <laughs> of let's control our own creations uh -huh. and, and do this for ourselves, not for somebody else. Um, and then did that become you know more? Uh, and I think we've seen it from all of the guys that started Image, but it became much more about running a business at some point than necessarily the fun part of creating comics. Uh, well, the thing, thing was, you know, I think a lot of people kind of will read interviews with the Image guys and, and get this impression that there's a group think going on there, but mm. there really wasn't. You know, because <laughs> you've got a bunch of because every, everybody cowboys. really came in there going, "I've got my own agenda." You right. know, my agenda is, I want to write and draw this book until I die. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
fast forward five years. <laughs> you know, and 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 that's one thing. Then you've got. Yeah, you know, it's, not, it's, it's not like you guys went and bought a building and everybody worked in that no, building. Everybody not, had their own studios. All, you know? you know. And then, and then you got Mark and Mark was like, I want to just do movies, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> you know, I want to be a movie star. You know, it's like, all right, well, okay, there's, cool. your, there's your goal. And, 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 you know, Todd wants to buy expensive baseballs, baseballs and make toys. And oh, I, I just want to make some toys. <laughs> I, think, I think the kids would like some toys. <laughs> Oh, that, Not that that's been a bad decision for him. That's <laughs> worked out okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. The kids like the toys. Well, the one thing, I, I mean, and we talked about this on our show a couple of years ago. We were talking about image um, uh, and and the idea that, you know, for, for a lot of years there, you were sort of the, the torchbearer of image. You sort of were keeping that company running and, and, and afloat and... I mean, at least that was the perception. Yeah. Right? You know, obviously we don't know the inside details of things, but that it was hard like to draw and write all those books. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, but no, I mean, honestly, I mean, as the publisher of Image, it seemed as if um, you were sort of keeping things going until, like you had said, it got to a point where you could you could stop doing that and, yeah. and just. Uh, I mean, is that accurate? Of uh, it's. I'll take it. You know, it's like, <laughs> whatever. That was sort of a loaded question. So people say you're the greatest uh, <laughs> comic book artist ever. Is that accurate? You know? <laughs> well, whatever, you know, okay. If that's the impression you're getting, then who am I to say no? This portion of Around Comics is brought to you by Netflix. Right now you can start your free two-week trial by going to www.netflix.com slash aroundcomics. At Netflix, you'll find over 100,000 titles to choose from, including classics and new releases, as well as TV series. Plans start from as low as $4.99 per month, and you can keep each movie as long as you want with no late fees ever. Netflix has free shipping both ways, and you can expect your next selection to be delivered in about one business day. Now watch some movies and TV series over the internet for no extra charge. So head over to www.netflix.com slash around comics and get started with your free trial today. Image as a company has been, it's an, an amazing evolution and transformation of that company from the, the early days with, you know, the original founders and just doing your creator own books. And Image, I, I think under your tenure as publisher, you know, maybe even a little bit before that, but certainly through that became a, a, a real place for, for creators to find a home and say, I want to do my book, but... I, I get to take it to this company that adds a lot of credence to it. Um, it how how was it for you just just watching the evolution of that company and what it has become and its place in comics now? Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I, I I miss the old days to to a, a fair degree where I liked that we were all doing this stuff and I liked that we could you know have all the characters bouncing back and forth and and. I miss that. I miss, you know, and so, which is why you know, putting together a project like Image United, where you get, okay, guys, let's try this again. You know? and, <laughs> let's and go I, for it. And again. that that's that's kind of a a fun project to be working on and putting that together. Um, and that's the the this six guys 
six of the founders, mm -hmm. and we're all just doing a jam book together, essentially. It's cool. You know, oh, that six different great. issues. So what we're doing is, is um, I'm going to end up laying out the whole damn thing, or most of it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you miss, sure you miss the old days? <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> I can do this. You know, I've done this sort of thing before. You know, so it's not it's not like it's not really heavy lifting. It's just sort of show basically doing placement of okay, this character is going to be here and this guy's going to be there, and then everybody comes in and draws their guy. So you know, I'll be I'll be inking and penciling all the savage dragons that show up and all the super patriots and whatever other miscellaneous me characters, and then you know, Valentina will be doing Shadowhawk and and whatever other characters are from his book and there's there's a few different ones and then you know Todd will be doing Spawn and and Mark will be doing you know it, and it's it's kind of cool it's kind of a cool book and uh because uh Will sold all these guys away to to uh to DC when they bought oh Wildstorm mm -hmm. he can't use uh the Wetworks guys so He's actually come up with a, a new creator own character that he wanted to do. And so that'll be debuting within the book, you know. And so that'll, that'll actually be pretty cool. And when is that scheduled to? Uh, I'm going to say when it's done. It's one of those where, you know, everybody's working on it. And it's, uh, I, mean, I think everybody's enthusiastic about it, but it it's, it's a lot of, a lot of time in the air because there's it's going to a lot of different people. That's right. a lot of cat, that's a lot of cat herding. Yeah, well, it's yeah. it's 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 a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool when it when it comes together and you're seeing these pages that have got you know art by six different guys on it. It's like this is the greatest thing ever. It's just so exciting. Well, going back to what you'd said about when you were a kid and you had made the the 55 issues of Savage Dragon that. Uh, that never got never got published because uh, I, I had read somewhere that Dragon was a character you'd always had in your head as uh, as a as a kid. Um, when you were working, you know, in Marvel and and DC, how much of uh, you still had Dragon just like burning a hole in the back of your head that you? Yeah, yeah. kind of. When, when I went into to doing at at that point, when I got to be professional, I was like, all right, I need a break from this guy because yeah. this guy had been. This guy had up to that point had been my life. This was the only thing I'd really drawn, and so I, what I wanted to do is get this out of get get this out of my system. Could do the other stuff, you yeah. know, and just go. Okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm going to work on Spider Man. I got to work on you know all these other characters. And I just was able to get that out of my system. And the back of my head was if I ever start drawing Dragon. That's it. I'm doing that for the rest of my life. You're gonna. That's gonna. That's so in gonna a, be in a, Yeah, in a way, I was kind of putting it off as long as possible because I knew that once that once that got rolling, that was it. And um, it's been true. It's been true. Yeah, <laughs> it's been what the true hell? So you know, true. So that, thus far. Here we go. Well, I think one of the things that I think is is cool about your work on Savage Dragon is the fact that there's. A, a, a looseness to it that allows any of the concepts really to come through like science fiction or just knock them out you know like dudes with swords fighting yeah. each other and that's always been one of the things that I think has been really cool about, about Cyber Dragon and has been cool about your work on it is it's obvious that 
your ideas all go into Savage yeah. Dragon. Is that like, a, is it just the way that you think about coming up with stories? Is it always comes from that place of Savage Dragon, or do you come up with ideas and stuff you want to do and think, oh well, because it's like a this? game to fit it into Savage Dragon. <laughs> Swords um, are cool. Swords are no, cool. Actually, there, there are stuff where I come up with it and I go, yeah, it's really not a Savage Dragon idea. And so I'll sit down and draw it and do it as something else. Because I've done a few yeah. different things. We do an anthology called Pop Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's been a place it. where I'll be like, you know, I did a story about a guy who woke up one morning and had a cheeseburger for a head. And it was oh, yeah. a cheese, you know, <laughs> cheeseburger head. You cannot quite put that like, in Savage Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like you, can't, you can't put a fin on that. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, I, I kind of figure cheeseburger head is existing in a real world, you know? In a weird, in a weird way. It's sort of like, you know, if, if somebody woke up like that in the real world, they would be, like, really panicked. But the, we're in a the comic drama, world, yeah, you know, the, the drama like, is lost a little bit in it, Savage yeah, Dragon it, it, because yeah, anything because could it's happen. like, oh well, there goes a guy with a shark head, and there's a guy with a chicken head, or it's, it's whatever. I'm just one of the gang now, you know. But in the real world, you woke up with that. It's like, what did I drink last night? <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with the cheeseburger. I did enjoy uh, that story. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> and the, and the things I've done since in in some of the others, it's like, all right, let's just try something out. Let's see how this goes. You know, I did a. And the, and the in Pop Gun Two, a lot of them were just like one pagers. Where I'm like, what if? And it would just be stupid stuff. We're talking at lunch, you know. Yeah. What if? What if there was a mummy, but he was wrapped in bacon? I've seen a pattern here. Though. <laughs> you know, uh, bacon. <laughs> you so I did, you know, a one page bacon mummy where he's just terrorizing the town until he's all, all until dogs discover him and descend on him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that the refrigerator at the image office is empty this day. <laughs> Well, there's other stuff too. <laughs> like, I like, you know, I like comics from all generations. My my dad bought comics when he was a kid, so I grew up with that as part of my existence. Was well, comics are like this. They're, you know, sixty four pages long, and they've got all this extra stuff in it, and you know, or thirty two. They 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 fluctuated, but. Uh, I just like that. Hey, there's a there's letters pages, and there's these you know one pages of. Boffo yaks kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. here's some here's some gags. They're, They're hilarious. I was reading a uh, I was reading I'm a I'm a big Flash fan and I was reading an old Flash comic and there was um like just a one page uh, Frank Robbins writing like his own biography but like in a broken English Japanese accent because that's where the story was taking place and <laughs> I was right. like that's that's weird. But that's coming from the point of view of thinking of like comics now. It's just there isn't even a letters page most of the time. I know. You know, there's no, nothing like the weird little things that just sort of get dropped just in. The, or just the craziest things that that would go on in comics. You know, that you when you read back and go, wow, here's an issue of Sergeant Rock that's being narrated by his boots. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, would never, you would never get that. Robert Kennegar. <laughs> I know, but that's like, wow, that is just a crazy-ass idea that well, you he would do a story narrated he, by his boots. He wrote a Flash story where the Flash's costume was thinking about like how the Flash could never leave the costume, and it's creepy. Like, if I was a kid and I read that, I'd be like, this is a creepy story <laughs> where this costume can think and talk. Yeah, and then, and then 30 years later, we have Venom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's where that leads. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Kaniger for all for all of it. Well, I, I wanted to ask you because I think you have a, a, a fairly unique perspective on it. But um, you know, 
going back to, to what we were talking about before about how uh, the idea of when you guys broke away and, and, and created Image, it was you wanted to create your own things. You wanted to do your own characters, have yeah. control over them, that kind of thing. And now, all these years later, we s seem to be in a place in comics where it's, I don't want to say it's, it's the opposite of that, but it's a little bit backwards or step back from that in the sense that we see a lot of creators now doing independent work or doing their own self-publishing stuff to get into Marvel and DC and then not going any further than that, not creating their own thing uh, or making their own sort of mark yeah. uh, with something new. What do you think about that? How do you, how, you know, I mean, I would imagine you've had to have thought about that as, at some point because, you know, if we go back to, to the uh, the now infamous Robert Kirkman yeah, well, video. It's, it's like, I think it's kind of sad <clears throat> that, that you're going to get guys, you're going to get a generation of guys whose legacy is... Well, I did this pretty nice run on the Avengers. Right. You know, and the, the the thing is, you know, 20 years from now, 100 years from now, people are going to look back and they're gonna, and they're going to remember Mike Mignola for doing Hellboy. Yeah. And they're going to remember me for having done Savage Dragon. I don't know. Because. I don't know that they're going to remember every team that was on the Avengers. Right. You know. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's. It's a it's a weird place now where that's the holy grail, and I think it was at one you know even when you you know I'm sure when you started you wanted to draw Spider Man you you wanted well, or you know I'm sure there was <laughs> but but it was a good gig I'll yeah, give you that but it was it was never like oh the I can only be do Spider Man that would be it and I know I know because I, I was into the Kirby stuff you know yeah. so when I was at Marvel it was like I wanted to do Thor I wanted to do Fantastic Four I wanted to do the Hulk. Spider-Man? Really? <laughs> that's, that's the one. You know, it's like, it's a good gig. It's right. like one of, their, one of their flagship books, and it's like, okay, well, I'll take it, but... Did you always, dang, did you always have in your mind, though, that this isn't what I want to finish doing? I mean, this isn't yeah, what I want to... that's not one of the, yeah. That wasn't the goal. The goal was to, to do it yourself. And and I know, knew that I would, didn't want to do Savage Dragon at Marvel. Right. Because I knew that... If, if you're in a situation where somebody else owns your, your, character. your character, you're screwed, yeah. you know, because you really are. Um, I remember at one point, some editor was talking to Keith Giffen and saying, yeah, I don't think Lobo would do that. To Keith, and it's like, well, <laughs> he like, would. I, no, I no, made this really. guy up. You know, I think I know what my guy would do. Mm, I don't think he would do that. <laughs> no, it doesn't it seem very low. Uh, are, like, are you are the essence? What the hell? <laughs> Are you, How did you get to be the authority? <laughs> I've written a lot of Lobo fan fiction, and trust me, I I know where this character is going, and this but is not the direction. But it does seem like you don't you don't have. I mean, as there's extremely popular writers and artists in mainstream comics today, no. but you don't have the guys, at least not yet, that are that are setting themselves apart in the sense of creating their own thing. I mean, even going back to it's, it's because they're cowards. All right, let's just okay. Let's just that's go. hey, I yeah. won't necessarily disagree. There was, there was a different word I was thinking of. It wasn't cowards, but I don't know if you, you know, can say anything you want. All right, pussies. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, um, they're vaginas. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Feels kind of good, doesn't it? <laughs> well, are, you, are you glad that you've gotten Wait to do it? That's what makes sense. sense. This show's <laughs> gotten weird. <laughs> it's a weird moment. No, are, are you glad that you got to do both, though? That, you, that you've been able to work well, on well, some I'm, I'm glad because it was really... It, I really did feel like I got it out of my system. I, okay. got, I got that little break, and I got to do some stuff that I wanted to do. I got to... 
I, don't, I, didn't, I couldn't say that I got to tell every story that I wanted to tell because I've still got that, you know, that, that great Hulk run in my head. But whatever. Yeah, you but you, you, you I'll didn't take see, that to the grave. I'm yeah, fine with that. You didn't see that as, just, uh, as the end of the road, though. You, you can just self uh, self write and just get some eight and a half by eleven. And just staple that, you know, <laughs> stuff up. True. Do your <laughs> do your own. Home. I'll just use Smash. You know, He's there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Hey Rob. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a thing to say that people shouldn't work for Marvel or DC because no, I, no. I mean I wouldn't want that either but I just think you have people uh, right now especially that are in a unique position to maybe do things outside of that and don't take the opportunity to do it or don't have what, the, what's sad to me is to think that there's going to be a lot of people who are who are going to take their Savage Dragon and their Hellboy to the grave essentially right, you right. know it's like hey there's all this stuff we're never going to see we're never going to see your American flag and your Cerebus and your Mm-hmm. You know all this cool stuff, and, and 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 when I think of Stan and Jack and Steve Ditko and stuff like that coming and creating this cool stuff, I kind of think really the the legacy that you should get out of that is not I want to be like Stan and Jack. I want to do a run on Fantastic Four. It should be I want to be like Stan and Jack. I want to create something that is cool as cool as that and can endure for yeah. 50 years and that and going back to i just mentioned it you know briefly but the 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 video that robert kirkman had put out a you know sort of a call to arms yeah they never panned out so you could see that i was holding a gun and it became you know sort of a i don't know a gag or whatever but but the message there i think is important you know to people of, of you know today in comics of like you don't have to just do that you can you know, you can make a living doing something for yourself and creating your own thing and and making that successful. Oh, sure. And uh, instead of you know just trying to be the number one, you know. Uh, and you can make a much better living doing that, actually. Yeah. I mean, you just. I mean, Robert Kirkman. You know, people think, yeah, you gave up those Marvel books and those big, big Marvel royalties. It's like, yeah, you know, he was making. Four fifths of his income from Image Comics at that at that mm-hmm. point at his height at, at Marvel, so. But I mean, well, to, be, to be fair, guys, I mean, to know. be fair, it is a it is a risk. It is not a, everyone's going to be Robert Kirkman. That's not true. Everyone's going to have Walking That's Dead true. or Invincible or these. Well, there's also people whose cre- creative, you know, impulses are completely uncommercial. You right. know, it's like, I want to do Bacon Mummy. It's like, no, no, no. It's a one-page gag, man. <laughs> and you, you can't, don't, you can't you don't do Bacon Mummy. You can't do that as a book. <laughs> yeah. what, was that, what was that like at, uh, in your time as publisher? Um, it's something that, that has always kind of interested me from, from that respect. Is that you obviously have comics that you like and stuff yeah. that, that your interests kind of gravitate towards. But Image is, is probably as known for its diversity and yeah. variety of comics. How hard was it for you to say, okay, I have to I have to separate Eric Larson comic fan from Eric Larson publisher. And while I may not particularly oh, like no, the no, comic, I, 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 I do that all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want, know that I particularly want to single people out because <laughs> it's like that always sounds like you don't like my book. <laughs> Why didn't you like? I thought you Why loved you. Like, I thought you loved me. <laughs> you know. Um, but there was times where I go, you know, I'm not a fan of this, but I realize that there are people who are really enthusiastic about this, and it's, you know, the book has got a good reputation and blah blah blah. Yeah, let's let's take this on, and 
and I can separate myself out from that. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can look at something and go, you know, this is well executed. It's not my cup of tea, but it's it's well executed. Let's let's bring this on. We that would be good. Uh, and on on the other side, were there ever any books that that you really liked that it was just like. I can't do. Yeah, I, I may like this, but this isn't going to fly. Or were there any books that? No, I took them on, and then they failed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works when you're the publisher. <laughs> you know, it's this. too bad. It's you. like, oh, I love this book. You guys are going to love this book. And it's like, oh, dang it. Oh, it just didn't, didn't, you know, or they didn't produce it fast enough, or whatever, and it just didn't come out. Yeah. And we did a book called Pigtail at one point that I was like, this is a. This is just an awesome look. The, the guy who was drawing it was and writing it would just I thought did a great job. And it was just a great, fun book and he had this really good feel for the figure and, and his backgrounds were great and he was telling a cool story. And nobody cared, you know? And that they just didn't they just didn't fall into it. They didn't they didn't buy it because it was kind of cartoony looking. And I was like, oh man. That's a shame because the guy didn't, you know, he ended up doing four issues and that was it. And was just told his little story and, and then he was done with it. And I was like, wow, oh, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of sad as when it doesn't explode because that one was like, holy crap, man, you guys are missing out. This is a great book. But uh, that unfortunately happens more often. Yeah, than that, that happens more. That does happen, yeah. you know, and, and really the, the, the struggle is to, get those things in front of people's faces and say look at this it's awesome why are you buying whatever well i mean i mean i think a lot of that has to do with sort of the current marketplace and how the direct market and the you know the monopoly that is diamond and how comic book buyers are sort of exposed to work i mean it's uh you know whatever 60 percent or 80 percent of you know comics that are put in shops nowadays are unfor- or not unfortunately but for the for the smaller publishers or for independent books, unfortunately, are Marvel and DC to the, yeah. to the most part, and and that marketplace is sort of just festering that idea that only those books can survive, and and it's so much harder it seems uh, for a smaller book or an unknown book to come out and be extremely successful in this time. I mean, back when when you guys were selling millions of, of issues, I mean, it was sort of a perfect storm of it things. Was. Uh, do you, do you think that could happen again? Do you think something like that, that big, could happen? And maybe not in the same way where it was a speculator sort of boom or whatever, but uh, but just the idea that you could have that, that sort of mass you know, pop paradigm shift and, yeah. uh, in comics. And, and I think it could happen. It's, it's going to be somewhat difficult just because of distribution. Right. You know, because right now... You know, most comic books are just in comic book stores and nowhere else, and that that really makes it difficult getting it all out to the masses. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, those because there are there are states where it's like, you know, you go to North Dakota, you know, there's like two comic book stores in the entire state, and clearly everybody in the in the state is not going there. You know, I would go and visit my grandparents in Candu, and it's like I used to be able to go get comics at the Rexall Drug there, and, and mm-hmm. can't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, they just well, they just aren't available. They don't know that the comic books exist in a lot of towns. Well, with a lot of the independent comics, I think there's there's a, a, pretty much a comic for just about anyone and whatever your tastes are. But unfortunately, the way things are set up, it's like you kind of have to magically know that it exists before you know uh, that it exists. You know, yeah, like you don't. Yeah, I know. You have to want it. 
find it, ask for it before you look at you sort of have to know before you would know to yeah. get to get it ordered which is sort of i think the major thing holding back a lot of that stuff is you just people aren't just they're not getting exposed to it you, you, yeah, the exposure is so uh, and, and even in the uh, day and age where we have the internet and there's so much more stuff out there and, and the ability to find out information it's still sort of this weird uh, Still you know, the, the best way silence where it's like if you don't already know you're not getting you know the, the best way public the best way is just to hand a, co a copy of something to someone and say open it up and look at it but unfortunately that just it's too hard it's yeah. too hard to do there's just not a good way to and to you're competing you know comics are competing with so much more you know in in the idea of video games well and, we have to take out video games yeah we have to destroy <laughs> video games well that's uh, that's that's a tough yeah. thing is is you know. I mean, it, now you can be the superhero and actually yeah. be the guy. You know, I'm the Hulk now. I'm smashing up a city. Look at that. Yeah. I totally took down that building. That was cool. Why do I want to read about it? Yeah. 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 You know, and I'm going to read about it. And it's, you know, for a while there, it was, oh, it's Bruce Banner sitting in the back of a pickup truck with the shakes for an issue. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. That's not cool. I want to smash some buildings. Give me the video. The way you love me is a shame It's like a hurricane Yeah Woo! Baby, it's uh, what, do, what do you think um, about, you know, obviously the internet and digital comics is sort of starting to become something more relevant or more... And people are peeking at it a little yeah, bit, it seems. Yeah. Do you think that maybe could be... Maybe I mean the, the 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 digital kind of replicates our old crappy printing that we used to have. <laughs> uh, well, everything's fuzzy. I guess it's beautiful. History is repeating. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's cheaper, yeah, <laughs> people will accept it. Uh, this uh, this past week, I. Uh, Went out and bought the the X Men animated series. Came out on DVD, and sometimes thinking, you should not revisit things from your childhood. Oh, no, no, but I was but no, I was thinking. I was thinking. You, you know should what? see there, the Savage Dragon show. There was a Savage. There was a Savage oh Dragon God. cartoon. Is Savage Dragon ever going to come out on DVD? Oh man, we've been talking about it forever. I mean, trying to get the the rights and mm -hmm. making that thing work, and and. It, it, every time it's like, oh, it's 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 closer. It's going to happen, yeah. and it just hasn't quite. Work happened out. yet? But I get those phone calls almost weekly where we're, really? where we're talking about okay, this is it's going to happen this it's time. It's like tw 20, 26 episodes. There's twenty six there? episodes. Yeah. yeah. How'd you like it? It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted it on DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where you get that it's. <laughs> It's, you look at the guys who are working on it, you go, wow, that guy's good, and that guy's good, and that guy's good. You got all these good cooks in the kitchen. What the hell's going on? Too many. And it's like, yeah, there is really too many, too many guys kind of working at, at odds with one another. And then you had the network, which was saying, okay, you got to do this, and and it was and it was really crazy. Was, what network was it on? It was on the USA Network. Okay, okay, okay. You know, and so they would, it was, man. I mean, I want, I want to do the the audio where I'm just like just bitching about it the whole time. The commentary track. Yeah, I don't want to do the commentary where it's just like. Well, you, well, you, you can, can do that. that. Yeah. You come back. We can do that. And I've heard guys who who are like, yeah, you can't do that, man. But it's like I. Savage Dragon wouldn't do that. I, I yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, 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 I got into this business because I wanted to do comic books, and that was really it. Yeah. 
So I don't give a shit if I'm if I'm you know pissing off somebody in in who you know worked on the show or Hollywood or whatever. I don't care. I don't need you. I can do this act alone. You know, I, I often do that sort of thing. I, that I, I I can just I just want to do comics. If it if it ends up that that the only entertainment that ever comes from that is is this you know twenty six episode thing. Oh, yeah. You know, other than the comic books, it's like. That's fine. That's I was do I was stapling together eleven by seventeens and I printed fifty five issues of seven dragon long before you came along, asshole. Yeah. And I'll I'll be doing it long after you're gone. Well whatever. You know, it was good exposure. People got to see it. People got you know, got to find out, oh this is there's this savage dragon thing. Okay, cool. Let me check that out. You know. And it, it didn't ruin Savage Dragon. It didn't, it didn't ruin the comic book, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, there were some things that they wanted to make some some changes, and I actually did change some things in the comic at that period because uh, there's like it's like with with Alex. Alex is Hispanic, but she doesn't have a Hispanic last name, and I said, "Well, there's a reason for that." And see issue one forty six. Um, but they're like, oh, that's too complicated a backstory. Uh, <laughs> she was she... adopted. Uh, that's that's too complicated. That we did let's... focus groups and they don't like adopted So so they wanted to, they wanted to change Alex's name to to you know instead of Alex Wilde, they wanted to be like Alex and then some Hispanic last name. I don't remember what the hell it was, but it was like. Yeah, I don't think I don't really want that. You know, I don't, and so anytime there would be a character thing where they they would go, yeah, can this? You got this cop here. He's kind of fat and lazy. That's kind of a racial stereotype. Can we make him white? <laughs> like, and white and fat and lazy. White and fat and lazy. And it's like, yeah, we can do that, but we're going to change his name so that people aren't going. Hey, what the hell happened to Bruce Robinson? He's now a, a white, white guy. guy. <laughs> you know, it, it becomes all right. Well, just you know, so all the all the white guys and so like the whole thing with Alex was that they didn't want her to be Hispanic, and it was like okay, so can we color her so she's Hispanic? And they were like, okay, fine, we'll color her so she looks Hispanic. Well, but she can't be. We, can, we can't say that she's Hispanic though. It's like all right, okay. <laughs> well, sort of the irony. And, and then they came back with. Now we need a Hispanic character. That's why I started image. The irony is, is like you, you you created Savage Dragon to get away from that kind of stuff, yeah, I know, I and know. now as it became successful and and off into other things, you, you're dealing with it all over again. Oh, like, good God! No, no, it's terrible. <laughs> well, tell us. Uh, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you for at least one like really juicy good story. From uh, from back in the days, anything I, like anything you yeah, uh, maybe even a favorite story, no, something nothing crazy, really, nothing, nothing, really nothing happened, nothing really happened. No. He was drawing <laughs> Savage Dragon most of the time. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was busy self stapling. Uh, a favorite moment, maybe a favorite yeah. moment that something uh, happened uh, uh, back in the crazy wild uh, wild west of the uh, nothing. Uh, We've got nothing. Ask Valentino. He remembers all that stuff. You know, the, the, the you know, I mean, it was fun times, but I can't, you know, I can't think of something that would be, oh, and then, you know, Rob Liefeld punched a guy. It's like, you know, there, there's no, you know, we really didn't it wasn't fight. Nearly we, as we, crazy we, as, we, as, it, as. You know, it, it wasn't that crazy. We weren't, 
Julie um, jumped through a window. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> well, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then tell us what uh, what do we what do we have to look forward to now that you're full force on Savage Dragon again? What do we what do we have to look forward to in Savage Dragon? Right, well, see, Dragon is set in real time. Mm-hmm. So as as the book goes on characters that were introduced as like little kids or babies in some cases yeah. just get are just getting older and older right. and older so i mean eventually eventually Mal- it'll be malcolm's book you know so the ah. idea is that, that it's like okay you know right now he's robin age so it's like dragon dragon just keeps getting older and you know and I, I, it's like well he's in good shape you know he, right. you yeah. know and it's and you start off the, the guy's bald to begin with and so <laughs> yeah. there's not really that many things you can do with him to make him look older the stubble, in a way. The stubble gets whiter yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like what, what, what do you do i mean if he's growing a beard i guess i could have there be white in it now yeah. you know whereas but he is in his 40s before. he's kind of breaking yeah. down a little well, bit he's, he's, he's not bouncing sort back of like wow you're, you're getting there and <laughs> and so i don't know so i'm looking forward to is kind of paying off a lot of that stuff um the the next issue that takes place well, 148. Oh, jeez. What can I talk? Can I, it's just like, this is out today, right? No. So, no when is this? This uh, is Monday. 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 When is this? Monday? Monday. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's read this? Everybody's we've, read we've all, we're, all, we're all on the same page, right? Yeah. Sure. So we know when I say, uh, anyway. So Dart's, <laughs> Dart's in this story. Okay, yeah. Okay, and Dart in, uh, in, the, in the series, uh, there was another dart that was introduced early on in like issue three or four or something like that. Dart, dart was introduced, and and way later we got introduced to Dart's niece, who was like this little kid. Now Dart is dead, and her niece is now stepping into that role, and basically becomes a villain. Yeah. And and so, you know, one forty nine that I just did is really. Dart's backstory on okay, what happened to her that led her to do this? And it's just cool to be able to kind of take a book and and be able to go, okay, now we're gonna use this little bit from here and this little bit from there and and pull together a story that makes some sense, you know? It's like you read 150 issues of Spider-Man or 150 issues of the Hulk, and there's been so many creative changes over that period of time that a subplot that somebody may have started early on never gets paid off in the way that it was supposed to or in some cases it not get paid off at all yeah you know you read it through daredevil and you're like wow there's this guy you can walk on these squares in the sky and he's going off into space and he knows that daredevil is matt murdoch and yeah, nobody ever He'll used never that see guy again. again. You know, <laughs> the, the, he just goes walking up there, and it's like, yeah. what the hell? You I, know, I really nobody pays off that off. And the cool thing about doing a book on your own is that you can pay off that stuff, and you can set up things. You know, I had a flash forward in issue 100 or in issue 29, I think. That eventually I'm going to use that page again as okay. This is you're just present. reading the story now. Bam! This is present, and it's and you can do that when you're doing this on your own. Whereas yeah. you just you, it's just impossible to be able to do that within the the, the tag team 
way that comic books are done. I do have to say my favorite part of the free comic book day issue was the, uh, the three wise guys, the three kids planning oh. to extort money from both sides. <laughs> I quite enjoyed, I quite enjoyed the, uh, the little wise guys. <laughs> the little wise guys. I was like, oh, yeah, if only Flip a Dipper back in the day I would have nice. squeezed money out of, out of both sides oh, to get Flip a Dipper. I was like, oh, that was good. I, I, I really enjoyed the issue. Oh, cool. I was like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat. And actually, just, you know, part of, part of that is just, I love that costume, Daredevil costume. And then I, I ended up buying a whole mess of old Daredevil comics and, and reading all that stuff and getting sort of immersed in that little world. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bring this into, into Dragon and then it's I'm going to screw everything up. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, the little the text piece in the back about Daredevil was kind of interesting because I was like, oh, you know, it is... It is interesting how that character has just sort of, you know, once it became public domain, is now just sort of like popped up kind of all over the place in all kinds of weird little places. And it's kind of interesting to see so many different people do so many different things yeah. with well, the same base. I think AC Comics was the first to. Yeah. They had, they had used Daredevil and they call him Red Devil, I think. Yeah, I think. You know, and then. Dynamite came along and they're like death defying devil. Yeah. It's like that's kind of unwieldy. Stop being pussies. The guy's named Daredevil, okay? We're gonna call him Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you know, as long as I don't call him Well the thing the the cool thing about the name Daredevil, just on the in terms of copyright stuff, is that it's 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 a word. It actually yeah. is a real word that's in the dictionary. So You can't own it's really kinda hard to say that to, to not be able to use it in some form, you know? So so while I can't call him Daredevil on the cover because that would be a violation, yeah. I can call him, you know, Golden Age Daredevil or... Stop being such whatever. a Daredevil. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I think we're... We need, we, to, cover, we need to we need we to let cover, this man go. Yeah, he's go got to sign some books. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, just Eric? kick me out of here. Uh, hey, hey, what else? Yeah, hey, come on, Bray. Hey, if you hey, want to hang around, what do we got? What do we got to expect what? for issue five hundred? Five hundred. Oh, it's it's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. We're plotting it out. Do you have a release date on that yet? Or when it's done? When it's yeah, when it's done. Well, at this point, I'm I'm monthly and I'm hitting I'm hitting them pretty regular. So I'm 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 looking forward. Actually, would like to. To next summer, do do a biweekly during the summer. Just nice, that would be fun. That will be. But we'll man, see. We'll see. You're we'll see. I just want to. I just want to catch up. That's I just want to. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just want to be there. I want to be there. Already. Could be a perfect opportunity to bring back images. Slim line. It's like it, oh, it's like no. the it's like 500 home runs. You just you know you're you're just trying to get to that that landmark. Yeah, I just I just do. It's like oh. I feel you know this, all the time that I was a publisher and I wasn't putting out issues fast enough. Like, Towards the towards the end of last year, I, when I quit being the publisher, I was like, "So do I not solicit for a while, or what? Or or what do I do?" Because I had I had solicited like seven or eight issues, and I hadn't been able to put them out yet. Right. And so, right at the end of the year, I just was having them come out like every couple of weeks. Yeah. And it was like, that's fun. That's fun times. That's, I like comics like that. Where it's just like, bam, 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 bam. Well, you know, I, I actually... I got caught up on it. I did... Uh, something else that popped in my head, I was thinking, um, was there ever a time, you know, when you when you know you were not able to put out as many issues as you wanted to, did you ever think, well, maybe I could get someone else to script it or work on it with me? Was there ever... No, no nothing at all. No. I mean, that was your... It's yours and you no. want to do it at all. At this point, it's just, it's just far enough along that I was like, I don't want to... 
you know, I we did a um, Dragon Savage Dragon miniseries in, in the midst of all that. Mm-hmm. Robert Kirkman wrote it, and he was I'm a pain in the ass to work with. Well, it's just it, the, <laughs> for whatever reason, it, there was some deadline issues with it. Okay, and it didn't. It so it's like, could you get this thing out just so I can have some Savage Dragon presence on the stands? Right, and uh, and then it, they weren't able to get it out on time. Mark Engler drew it. And and it's like and he kind of do he kind of kind of does his version of me in a way right you know so it's like oh this will be this will be all right but it just didn't they didn't get it out on on timely enough basically oh I'm blowing it and now these guys are what's the point it. of bringing yeah what you know? Know? And, uh, Robert you're never gonna make partner if you keep doing this <laughs> <laughs> I think Mark had a day job too so it's yeah, there was there was excuses of plenty but but it was it was kind of like. And and I just like doing it. I like that it's my book, and I like that that you can count on there there being that consistency too. And I think if I had somebody else script it, that that it would sound wrong. You know, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be they wouldn't have the right voices. And if you have somebody else draw it, then it's like, well, who the hell's that? That doesn't look like what's the what? It gets to be to what's be. the point? I mean, yeah, yeah, for me, I, I mean, I don't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> be Bob Kane. I, that wasn't what I want set out to do. Right. And I'm, you know, I want to be that guy who just, that's it. He does this book. I, you know, my, the goal is to more to be the Charles Schultz than to be right Bob Kane. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you reading anything good? You still is reading? Tom? Are is, you? Is, I, is there I, anything good? I don't know. <laughs> What's out there? That's I don't know. Cool, just, yeah. <laughs> um, the Umbrella Academy. That's good. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take I don't your know. word for it. I don't know what else is good. Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon is good. I'm, I'm I read that one. I've actually been following that one for a while. And I'm kind of really looking forward to the next I really, out of, out of image, I really like Proof, and it was great to see Dragon have a guest a guest appearance in Proof, which was... I, I kind of, when, I, when anybody asks me, like, what, what are you reading, what are you following, it's always like, following all the image stuff, just because... You know, I'm I'm really near it, but those are those are like my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, The Walking Dead, oh, I love that book. You know, and I, and uh, Invincible, I love that book. You know, so a lot of the stuff we do, the, that's the thing that that you know. Oh, Jersey Gods is in. Let me see it. Jersey you know? Gods is pretty awesome. You know, yeah, so it's book. so yeah. it's like th- these are the things that to me get excited. There are artists that that work at other companies where I'll go. Oh, I love Humberto Ramos. I want to see what he's doing, you know. And I'll follow his stuff for Chris Pacello, and it's like, oh, I want to see what he's doing, you know. And there are guys like that who, are, who I'll just kind of follow them around. There really aren't characters over there that I'm hooked into, and it's mostly because of the baton being handed over one too many times, you know, where you just go, what? You know, you're reading the story, you go, well, wait. I didn't say that. What Harry Osborne's back and Norman Osborne's hanging around and what and Gwen did what? That's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> either, yeah you either yeah. have to be like either got a, uh, I, I always thought there's there's certain you need like a certain hard wiring. Either you really don't care about that stuff, or like if you do care about it, it's just too hard to keep following like certain characters so it's always like either because i've always you know i've always i've always read the flash and the flash has been turned over so many times but i don't think i have a thing in my head where i get too weirded out by that for whatever reason like well the thing to me it was like you know when they did with spider-man where they're like we're gonna undo the marriage we're gonna you know it never happened 
It's like, hmm, all right. Because it, it throws that into that, that place where you're going, I don't know what counts anymore. Yeah. Did this story still happen, and how did it happen? Did he meet this guy, or did he not meet this guy? Because he met this guy because, because Mary Jane was there, and, and now if Mary Jane wasn't there, did he still meet that guy? And why and how did he meet that guy? Sort of like when, when Crisis and Infinite Earths happened, <laughs> yeah. and you're reading those books and you go, I don't know how Superman met Batman anymore. Oh, I always liked that. Because, but I think that's just the way I was, my, well, I, my head works sometimes, I, is that I'm always like... But I was a huge... I always liked the DC stuff when I was a kid because I'm a huge history nerd, so the whole idea that there was more like all kinds of history behind everything always just intrigued me as a kid but like well, I, I could see dropping it it's no big deal like Spider-Man I mean at some point we have to sort of let go of what we want it to be and let hopefully another generation take over it and maybe that's I, I honestly think with the, you know like with Amazing Spider-Man, what regardless of what they did with it, now it's better than it has been in a long time, and, and it actually stories. is more accessible and and uh, you know. For uh, me, I, didn't, I didn't think that <clears throat> I did, was not in the camp that thought that breaking them up was a bad idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm there for that. I would have gone through a quick divorce and just been like, let's you know, the, she can't stand the idea that he's out doing superhero stuff. He's always getting yeah. messed up. You know, I love you, but I can't live with you if you're going to keep doing this kind of thing. This really, this can't work out for me. And then having him go through that little, that little thing, and then he could refer to her as his ex, which is like that can be ex girlfriend or, or yeah. ex wife, and you know, just you don't have to refer to them as having been married. And essentially, it can become what it is now with, you just don't with, talk, yeah. without having there be this big question mark over 20 years worth of the book. Well, you see, it's okay to, like, have um, tremendous violence, but you can't have divorce. I know that they didn't want it yeah. to, to be that stigma, yeah. but, it's, but it really is... But is that, you know, like, I a stigma that, anymore? Is yeah. Joe Casella Catholic, maybe? I don't know. They I don't know so many people it. have parents that are divorced. <laughs> They're like, so, so instead yeah, of that, so that, that stigma... We you know, yeah. We bring in the devil. Yeah, the instead, devil's, but, yeah. you know, devil did it. Instead of Matt Murdock, divorce lawyer, you know. Yeah. I just think you you could have undone that in, as, that in as few issues as they un, undid it before. Yeah. And you would have, it, it would be so much cleaner in, yeah. in a way. Yeah, it would be a cleaner you break. Know? And, and you wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't be stringing you, along. You wouldn't be people going, well, I, I don't. The question of how yeah, happen. I mean, I think it's it's such an inherent problem with when you are publishing the same character for fifty years. It's like you're going to have everybody's going to have their time frame of when that character was theirs and what oh, they, yeah. you know what I mean. And so, no matter what you do, at some point, to, if you are going to shake things up or change things, you know, you're going to piss off there's also somebody. The, the, you're the gonna, people you know. who, who, I mean, a lot of us <clears throat> when you're reading comics are going, "Oh man, I'm reading Spider Man. Wouldn't it be cool if Spider Man yeah. got?" older like I got older and I'm I'm graduating from college now and wouldn't it be cool if Spider-Man also graduated from college and moved on and blah 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 that that would be that would be awesome and 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 you don't realize well if they'd been doing that from day one Spider-Man would be pushing a walker right now and those would be exciting (laughs) or, or we'd have essentially you know the the spider girl comic where we've yeah. got the second generation of all these guys because you know you're not going to well whenever i hear people say that i'm always like you, 
there are books that do that. You know, for instance, Savage Dragon. There's like, one. if that's the thing, if hey, that's the thing you're interested. <laughs> yeah, hey, looky there. But it it's always like, it's back to me. <laughs> yeah, whenever someone says that, I always think, oh, you know, there are there well, are books yeah, that do that. Yeah. Well, do but that. you have to set that up from the beginning. I think you can't all of a sudden after make, thirty yeah. years go, oh, you know what? Let's let's age Peter let's Parker. Well, no, yeah, I mean, it's not me. when they started it. That's the idea. You know, I mean, Peter Parker he graduated, graduated from, from, high, from high school, yeah. and he went on to, to college. Yeah. You know, the Fantastic well, Four started off. Reed and Sue weren't married. But I don't and then think they, they had married, the idea that they would And then even... they had a kid. Right. And, you know, she got pregnant one annual, had the kid the next <laughs> annual, you know. But, th- but I think it got to the point where it was, okay, if we're going to keep these characters viable for, well, I know. you know. I mean, really, it became, as soon as Stan stopped writing stuff, yeah. they're like, okay, the time, to, time to put, put on the brakes, the brakes yeah. on this. Yeah. Because these guys are going to get old, and we're going to be, be. We're not going to be able to sell, you know, pajamas and. You well, know. sure, and you, and you also you can't count on the next generation giving you another Spider-Man, right? You know, right. it's like you're going to give me this hot, commercially viable thing that I'm going to be iconic able to use character, <laughs> you know. And it's like there there are solutions to all that stuff. You could go, okay, well. Fantastic Four and Spider-Man; those are set in the '60s. Where if we're telling Spider-Man stories, it all takes place in the '60s. And you can, and then, and then it becomes. But then it's now like, it's a period piece, right, right? You know, and is that cool? Not to fifteen-year-old no, kids not today. To 15 year old kids. Twelve-year-olds, yeah. certainly it's not. Interesting thinking of, of Dragon and how he is aging in real time, and <laughs> you guys are roughly the same age. Is yeah, there? That's the idea. Yeah. So I can just kind of track that. Uh, okay, this is kind of your day. Uh, this yeah, is a, a, a slice of life. Apart, I can just watch. All right, he's got to lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Is there a lot of you in Dragon? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah just personality. Um, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's an idealized version, obviously. I mean, you always. I can only dreams. punch people halfway through a wall, where he's even making the full. Yeah, you know. I saw you trying to pick up a car earlier, yeah. and it didn't work out well. It was a real. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. I can do it, but you know. it wasn't a compact though. To be yeah. fair, it was. You know, yeah. it was an SUV. Was, <laughs> it's thrown out my back. You know, I got an ice on it, sort of thing. But you know, there, there. Characters within that that I can go. Okay, this is kind of, kind of my son, and this is kind of my other son, and I'm just as these characters get older, kind of go. All right, uh, you know, just because I can monitor them as they grow up, and this like, okay, kids in my, you know, Christopher's class are basically the same age as Angel, so it's like, all right, you have so reference. You always, yeah, I've got a reference room. handy in the other room. <laughs> what are you kids I'll doing? You now, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you what are you guys talking I'm with about? You're taller than mom. What the heck? Hold this you're axe. You're like 11. What are you doing taller than mom at 11? <laughs> yeah, hold this uh, axe. Yeah, can you pick up the sword? Can Come you for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Oh. Take on that robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, Mr. Larson, we we thank you so much. It's You're been it's welcome. been it's been a pleasure to to meet you. Even though I th- actually I did meet you last year at Wizard. I was drunk though. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was I was I was on PCP. On Angel Dust. <laughs> that one of the, yeah. One of the uh, at the not uh, at really. The, yeah. <laughs> at the at the after party, you actually you actually uh, told us right there that you were going to make the announcement that you were stepping down as this yeah. publisher the next day. Look at so, that. Yeah. And I did. I know and you did. Out of my word. I thought you, you were lying. lying. Yeah. You followed through. You followed <laughs> no. through. But follow uh, through. it has been a, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you again so much for uh, for coming in Chicago and being part of Free Comic Book Day here and uh, and spending some time with us. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
Yes, you're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, anytime that you're back in Chicago, let us know. We'd love to love ch chat with you a little bit more. Cool. May, and, and then uh, we'll go ahead and make plans uh, ahead of time for, uh, for issue 500. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a good one. You can All right. show up yeah. at your shop on your hover bike. Thinking maybe, you know, double size. Special double size. Very good drawing now. Uh, so much work. All right. We'll, we'll keep making comics, please. We'll do. All right. <laughs> keep reading them. All right. Well, I want to thank Eric Larson. He was a fun guest, man. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, uh, I, I hope uh, I wasn't trying to like pressure him for, you know, controversial stories. No, it wasn't. That. I mean, I, I, I just thought he had he has a pretty unique perspective on where comics are now, maybe, and and how, uh, you know, coming from like one of the most visionary events for guys to go out and make themselves in Image Comics. Uh, you know, he he probably has some insight into like. What do you, you know? Oh, well, sure. He was there. From. He was there for you know comics in the '80s, and then the formation of Image and the boom, and then the subsequent you know bust, yeah. and, and then kind of the creative resurgence. So he's been he's been there for for a lot of what we think of as as modern comics now. So yeah, yeah he's has some great. Insight. <laughs> I liked how you know it's like we brought up the idea of like well you know everybody talks so bad about about the '90s. Like, yeah, not me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they were great days. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, well we were bathing in. Champagne. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the the idea that uh, those guys had a lot of balls and took a risk to go out and go. Yeah, we're not going to do this for Marvel and DC anymore. Even though we're we're successful there, we're going to do it on our own. Uh, is something that I think we don't see maybe enough of today. Now it's like creators are more than happy, and and it's more of a security thing, and just yeah, you know there's a risk there to just go out and try and make your own way in comics and it's not the same marketplace either sure well it's you know it's, it's hard enough to break in as it is and and to um to go through all of the you know the working your way up and then to achieve you know a level where you think that you've made it and then yeah. to say well i'm gonna abandon that and and throw caution to the wind and and and, and yeah, it's pure, it's, yeah it's, it's purely yeah. a selfish thing on my part of, mm -hmm. of going well i want to see the biggest and brightest names in comics to go and create the next Hellboy or the next Sin City or the next, you know, Savage, Savage Dragon. Dragon or whatever, you know what I mean? And Because, you know, regardless of what you know, what we all sort of talk about the 90s now, it's like when those guys did it, it was exciting and fun and amazing and you know, I know everybody just you bashes the '90s and, and that era of comics. Like there was nothing that was good then, but that's well, really far it, from it's, the it's, truth. It's and more more what came out of it, not the genesis of it. You know, that was very exciting. And then, uh, you know, comics kind of lost their way for a little while. But uh, without that explosion well, of creativity, we wouldn't. I mean, be, uh, to say that they, they lost their way, I mean, uh, there was they were what they were yeah. and, and we look back on it now and, and sort of like are pissed off at ourselves because we bought a bunch of you know like <laughs> we, we bought five, five, five copies of every book that came out and they didn't turn out to be worth anything yeah. so we're sort of pissed at ourselves for doing that and so we it's maybe misplacing the blame yeah you know what I mean and instead of sitting there going yeah well you know what uh 
everybody takes shots at Rob Liefeld nowadays, but at least I, the guy was doing. You know, I was buying every fucking book that he put I still, out. I still, I, was, I still have five copies you know, of Savage Dragon number one. At yeah, home. you know, it doesn't I mean, mean it was a bad book. And <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just buying, and it wasn't like I was just buying it because of that. I was also, I you know, I like that stuff that those guys were doing. When when I, I mean, I still remember you know when they. You know, Liefeld was doing Longshot and the X-Men and all that stuff, and, and you know, uh, uh, Larson was doing Spider-Man, and McFarlane was doing Spider-Man and the Batman stuff and that and, and everything, and it was like, Jim, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. get enough of that sure. stuff. And then when those guys broke off into their own thing, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. And, and so, yeah, I think we sometimes, you know, bash those guys, you know, the 90s and those guys in particular, but... Uh, at least they had the balls to go do something on their own and 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 I I, I hate I hate thing. to think about comics today if they hadn't <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah uh, you know. well, a, a comics world without image is is a is a much darker comic book landscape. and I just uh, I'd like I personally for on a completely selfish level I'd like to see more guys do that kind of stuff and and go out and do their own thing and make their own mark and create something that can be wholly theirs and not uh, not live and die on the whims of of the editors Boba and, wouldn't do that. And the, well, yeah, I mean, it's just to me, it's like okay, you have guys now that are you know, you know, successful or mildly successful, making a living at Marvel and DC, but how long is that going to last? You know, and and maybe you know, maybe a guy like you know Bendis, yeah, sure, he's going to have a decade or two, you know, fifteen years or twenty years, but there's a lot of other guys that are just sort of making a living doing it or being mildly successful in Marvel or DC. Five years from now, ten years from now, are they still going to have that job there? Are they still going to be making a living? Oh, well, and know, if not, what do they have yeah. to fall back on? You know, we, we see a we see a, we uh, talked to Andy Parks a couple weeks ago, and you know, Andy is Andy's worked in mainstream comics for the majority of his career, but he's very aware of that, and that's why he's wanting to write his own stuff and yeah, he do wants to create own, something on his own. Yeah, he wants. Why, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I, I think that's great. Is his, so yeah, because ultimately, if you don't create something that you can live off of for the next 20, 30, 40 years, you're at the whim of somebody else. And uh, I don't think that's why guys got into comics in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So. I don't know. We're glad that there are guys like Eric Larson to lead by example there. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up, and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, more talk about Free Comic Book Day. But I uh, hope everyone uh, had a great Free Comic Book Day. Uh, and if you were in Chicago, hope you, you uh, took in the, the sites at uh, Challengers Comics and got to meet Eric Larson yourself or, or cruised over to uh, Dark Tower to meet that cast of uh, cast of characters. So uh, we'll be back uh, next week with our Free Comic Book Day episode. In the meantime, in between times, in, in between times, times. Be- ooh, I like that. In, in between, between times, times. <laughs> it's like a science fiction. Yeah. We'll be everywhere ooh. in and around the multiverse. Steampunk, steampunk Steam- episode. <laughs> That's Studio B. That would be kind of fun. Steam powered man. Ornolis. <laughs> steampunk. Ooh, heroes are bad. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> women smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That should be something I like. No, I, you know, I like it too. It's just. It's like, if there's a woman in a Warren Ellis book, she's more than likely going to have the biggest set of balls in the book and, uh, and you know, drink and fight and, and act, like, act like an asshole guy more than a woman. 
views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2009.